Back again, back again, episode 25. Feast of Fools. There are several steps to creating a convincing ruse. The most important, though, of course, hardest to achieve is believing in it yourself. Cassian and I were both keeping this sort of secret, the pretending of the sort where you become the thing you say. Mine was that I was his. His was that he was king. Three weeks passed and we went on three more raids. I sent three more people to somewhere else. Capitalized, emphasized, trying to defend myself because these were Rhea's people. These were people she might know. Any of these people could be the soldiers she wanted me to meet. I did not want to kill them. But they were trying to kill me. I did not want to kill them, but I did. Because it was a battle. I still don't know if somewhere else is better or worse, but I can hope. That it's at least better than us striking them down and lighting their corpses on fire. And after every raid, we marched through the town and I saw the stares people gave me. Fatakina el Hida. You were supposed to be on our side. But I kept writing. I lifted my chin and let whoever was in charge set a victory wreath on my head. I did what they told me to, but I did not make excuses or lower my gaze. I kept my promise in my heart, but didn't dare put it into action. Because I was waiting for the poet. But that was another lie I told myself. Tried to make myself believe. The truth is, I was scared. How easily we slaughtered the Fretton. We brave collective, they were called, but how easily they fell under our boots as we burned them to the ground. I was scared to stand with them. I was scared to stand against Cassian to die like that. Tell yourself a lie. Turn it into the truth. Bury the shame so deep down inside it no longer stands. Just wait. Just wait, just wait, I told myself. You're doing the right thing to wait. You're doing the right thing to find the poet first. I visited more families with Cassian, of our soldiers, his soldiers that had died. Ilm's Sian's Freth. I didn't get it wrong this time. He gave the sword to the siblings of the one who died, or to the spouse, the mother, the parent, the father, gave them his best solemn face and told them their soldier died well, I offered them the best condolences I could. Ilm's Sian's Fret, Kratnok. And in their eyes, too, I could see it. Why didn't you save them? If you're the one we've waited for, 
I wondered if somewhere the Frethim mourned for the ones we had killed. They had to have had families, lovers, friends. They existed outside of the void of our missions. Did they do like we did? Bring a relic to the loved ones of the deceased? Tell them more than a kind lie? This battle was one that mattered. The feast drew closer. Bards arrived. The taverns around the castle, all throughout the city, began to fill with people from across the land. Cassian and I snuck out. <laughs> snuck out, where the soldiers let us pass the gate with a smirk and an inverted glance. There was no real danger to any of it. We visited a tavern, far different from the one Rhea took me to. There was no current of rebellion there. We wore cloaks and simple clothes, and I covered my head so no one would see my hair. We listened as poets sung songs, and the tavern roared around them. They were all splendid singers, but not what I'd found in the Elihitanim Thraim. They told the stories of adventures I'd never known. How it feels to cross the Solus Manthibus beyond Rysaia and feel the smooth rocks of distant lands beneath your feet. The look of giant trees crashed onto the pebble beaches, stripped of their bark, aching white and waiting. The way the wind sings you to shore. The way the ocean takes you to sleep. Some of these bards. I still don't know all the words to the songs they sung even now. I didn't know them then. But the way they sung, you can feel it in your chest. The aching. It was very different than Rhea's secret words and there will come a soldier in the world narrowing down to a liar and a singer and the soul-shaking hope that comes with the promise of something better, but it wasn't bad. We made our way back early in the morning, as the stars and their strange constellations disappeared into the sky and it began to hint at sunrise, the grey-blue-black of maybe morning. We didn't have to climb through or over anything to get back in. The guards led us through the gate and into the castle and stepped aside from outside my room as Cassian gave me his blinding smile of, this was nice. And he looked nice. Peasant clothes instead of a king's, he looked real. <sighs> so I ran back inside before he could kiss me. It had been four and a half weeks, and we'd only spoken once of the fact that we were, for all intents and purposes, engaged. And it had been a brief exchange, quickly shut down by me. As if, if I just ignored it, it would go away, and Cassian and I would go back to whatever we were before. So when his eyes went soft and he stepped in, half a pace, the question, not a command. I slammed the door behind me because the cry of traitor, traitor to Rhea and Cassian both had woken up inside my heart and I knew I needed to bury it. Really, I, I knew that there was no going back to before. You can't unlearn that you've spent months stomping out the only chance Rhea has at pace. You can't pretend you don't see a monster wearing a crown and calling herself king. But that 
didn't mean I felt nothing for a Cassian. It just meant that I had to keep myself the hell under control. Back Again, Back Again is written and produced by me, Abigail Eliza. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice or supporting Back Again, Back Again on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com backslash backagainpodcast, where if you leave a topic in your donation box, I'll write you a ridiculous little limerick to read out at the end of the show. If you'd like to hear more about the show, visit us on Twitter, Instagram, or Tumblr at Back Again Podcast, or on TikTok at Abigail Eliza Writes. Our outro music is Nightingales by Pierce Murphy from the album To Japan and is licensed under an attribution license. The song was retrieved from freemusicarchive.org. Visit the description of this episode for full copyright information and a link to the page. Sound effect attribution, similarly, can be found in the episode description. If you've made it this far, thanks for sticking around. I'm so proud of you for making it through your worst days and for finding happiness where you can. You are loved. I hope you have a wonderful day.